Hello, and welcome back to, uh, <laughs> Maybe We'll Talk. This is Season 2, Episode 3, and we are going to talk about Kindred the Embraced. This is a sort of recap and commentary on the middle three episodes, Episodes 4, 5, and 6. This was a series that ran for eight episodes total, around 1996 or 7, directed by Aaron Spelling and based on best-selling tabletop role-playing game Vampire the Masquerade, which was very hot at the time, and not for much longer after this. Um, so this is going to be me and Locke and Saint taking a look at those episodes. I feel like what I want to do this season for this podcast is the, the three topics are going to be, this for slasher movies, it's going to be Friday the 13th. We're going to be talking about Wheel of Time, obviously, and... Uh, I'm I'm sort of considering a vampire... I'm still considering vampire a topic. We'll see if it becomes my grab bag topic. Because we're going to be looking at Chicago by Night and various other vampire and white wolf things. And obviously more Kindred the Embrace. But we'll see... I don't know how much I want to talk about that particularly. The third topic might end up being TTRPGs by the time we're doing Season 3. So... I do want to keep it one episode a week, like I said, and I think we'll rotate between those. So this is the third one, and then next week we will do Friday the 13th Part 1. There's going to be some sort of extra episodes, the Twin Peaks one for sure, and also, some of the reason I'm saying all of this, I do want to do an episode of, and I think I've mentioned this in one of the last two episodes, of kind of catching up with the, the team and what everyone's doing, and... Part of that is I'm kind of asking people what they're kind of interested in right now. A lot of people are talking about Ahsoka, which we will get to, and uh, Starfield, which we will get to. But uh, yeah, so in the beginning of this, I'm going to leave some of it in. Some of it may be for an episode that we eventually do about, you know, what is good and what's going on with everyone. But some of the beginning of this is me just kind of asking people what they've been watching. So we'll see... Yeah. I guess another thing I kind of wanted to say as far as that schedule is that there may be extra episodes, such as the one I just mentioned, or the Twin Peaks one, uh, which is really going to be a collection of, like, four different talks, four or five different talks about season one, when that one comes out. Um, So a little bit of a different format. Those episodes may not stick to the one-a-week schedule. Like basically, I'm saying there may be two a week sometimes, because there may be one of those bonus non-category, non-three-main-category episodes. Because I, do I don't want to get backed up. I don't want to go crazy and edit three episodes a week like I did last season, but I don't want to get backed up. So extra content. And I don't know if the Fisherman, the Fisherman and Buick 8 episode will probably be one of those extra ones. I didn't know if, like, the three sections of content were going to be, like, me, Locke, and Saint, and then, like, me, Michelle, Thrash, and other horror movie people, and then also um, the third category being Wheel of Time with me and Alex. But I think... We'll see. We'll see if we stick to TTRPGs, and we'll see if any of that sticks. Any of that. So some of those are episodes that are upcoming, but I think for now, let's talk about Vampire the Masquerade. And Kindred the Embrace, thank you for joining us. Alright, I'm recording. There's a red dot on the Discord, but I'll try to mention it when people come in. How are you doing, 
Cuban Pete. I'm good. Oh man, my hair is definitely not there anymore. Where'd it go? I did my 30s. Yeah, me too. Yeah, just but like I don't notice it until I see myself at a weird angle. Well, that's here. Yeah, that's the thing though. Mine is gone. So it's like you like you have enough that you know it's mostly there. So you might notice that some is not as there anymore. But like I'm just like, well, it's not. It's not there. Kind of like is barely existing up until this point. (laughs) Yeah. You almost could do like a little mohawk kind of thing. I kind of do. Yeah. Unintentionally. What did I do here? Why is this broken, Dave? I do not know. What is what is broken? What is the... Yeah. What is happening? What's the problem? I have this guitar amp. Okay. That I think I exploded the other day. It exploded. Yeah, I think I exploded it. Well, did it explode and we're not sure who the culprit is or do we not know whether or not it exploded? I think I was using it properly and it couldn't handle my awesomeness. Wait. Wait. No, it's definitely plugged in because there's a red light. It's also only that big. So So what, what did I do? It does not look exploded to me. And I'm no musical expert, but I've seen some things get exploded before. Did I blow the speakers out? I don't know. Did I, I hope you did not. Another amp? Are you is that another? Have you been frying amps with your since at powerful, least the age of 28? Since when? Since at least the age of 28, I've been mm. breaking amps. Mm. This speaker is weird. What's happened? What is this the one that's exploded? But like, it's not doing the normal exploded sounds. Oh, like the bzzz, is that what you mean? Well, usually when you plug it in, it's exploded, like turning the knobs make crackles and stuff. Almost like, like when you touch a bear, like Jack. Not exactly, not genitals. really. Yeah, bear Jack in the genitals. A bear Jack. Can I ask you a super broad question? I love super broads. What's uh what's going I'm gonna well I'm gonna ask maybe I'll ask you about a couple different things, but oh, I'm gonna be I asking I wanna I so the well, wow, why do I always have to explain everything? The question is the question is what's going on in pop culture? What's good? Like what is something what is something you're consuming in pop culture right now? Super broad. Like, I yeah. am nearing the end of a three-week journey uh-huh. of re-watching the Lord of the Rings Extended Editions. Okay, cool. It's a good... I feel like it's about time to talk about Lord of the Rings, especially because I know nothing about it. Yeah, I was... So just so you know, coming out of them, this is what always happens. I generally get these books and put them up next to me, and then I start answering all the questions that I collected while watching them. He was holding up a copy of The Cimmerillion and maybe one other, well, not maybe, one other book, maybe by Tolkien's son with a textbook looking Lord of the Rings research reference book. Oh, okay. Like, I'll make a list of questions in my head of like, what does this mean? Or like, what was that song he was singing in that all about? And there's like a whole book about that one song Aragorn was singing in the deleted sing. Sing, scene, 
So that's, the deleted sing is appropriate yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you learn about the dancing bears of Numenor. Sometimes yeah. you learn about um, the children of Hurin. Who were the children of Hurin? So Hurin, whatever his name is, and I'm probably going to mess this up because I haven't read it in about five years. He was like an elf lord from Gondolin. Okay. And he was like, or he was like their chief, like he was their champion. What's and up, so, What's up, buddy? We're talking about uh, the We're children of Hurin. Yeah. That book is like a textbook, right? I tried to read it one time and this it was difficult. It has a little, it's got a little ribbon in it. I was 20. It was impossible for me to read The Cimmerillion. I am 43 and Vivance makes it very possible. What's Vivance like? Vivance is the solution to everything. Look at, I've never seen this picture before. This is how good this is. Look at this naked dude jumping across this river with a guy with a sword chasing him. Cool. Who is that man? I don't know. I don't know. That's Frank. That's, yeah. Who's the man with the sword then? Me. Okay. <laughs> that's what I thought. That, yeah. That's what I thought. That makes sense then. Yeah. Just so you know who that is, that's Hurin. Oh, okay. I don't have a, I don't have a sword today. I do have... Yeah, what do you got? Line. What are you armed with today? Yeah. Letter opener? Ma- mahogany steak. Oh, wow. Staking vampires. Yeah. Clearly um, made for I'm, that purpose. I got it. Well, it's I made it myself out of a piece of mahogany. Awesome. It's got this nice this nice knurling. So I, th- I was thinking about this earlier today, and I brought it here for the gag. Right. Yeah. Um, now you have to bring um, a weapon every time. Now I have to. That's every time. Yeah. Right. Dude, I was thinking about how hard it would be to like if aiming it this way. That's hard to stab somebody's heart. It's Im- targeting wise. How would you? There's a rib cage. It right. would be so hard. And then would, here, vampires are decaying. That's why. Oh right, like well, in that's dust, why they need dust, life blood. I could get it. Yeah, I could get it between the you ribs here. If you if you could um, like make them hold still and aim, like right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's, right about that's there. Need, Mark, that's why you need the rib tickler. The rib um, tickler. That just makes its way in. But it needs to be made of wood. Sadly. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess you could. I, I still do have the ha- the ball bean hammer. Mm. Um, I was putting up more art today. Um, but you could like. Yeah, the place the place looks like it's coming together. Looking nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah cool. I put, it uh, looks like you got, got some this, stuff going on. I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think I can get the camera to a place where you can actually see it. I see no. cat activities. Well, that is oh. an old map. Of, that right there is yeah. an old map of Newtown. Fuck yes. Where did you get it's it? It's like, uh, it, we found it in Danbury in the 90s. Awesome. Uh, my parents did, and, and it was they gave it to me when they moved to a smaller place. Super cool. That's like, I would love to have an old one. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't even have any kind of map of Newtown. Well, I'll see what I can find. Hey, Locke, I'm asking... I'm going to do a sort of round of catching up with everyone because I've decided I'm starting Uh season two of the podcast. But one of the things I'm going to ask people, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask everyone whenever I talk to them about something they've been consuming media wise. And then when I catch up with everyone, I'm going to ask them how they feel about all the things on my little list I have here. So, yeah. Is there something you've been consume, consuming media-wise that is really good? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'm re-listening it for like the fifth time to uh, Roger Zelazny's oh. um, The Great Book of Amber. Yes, you mentioned that to me. Yeah, and so that's that's really good. It's well, it's ten books. The first five follow one character, and the first and the second five follow a different character. And he did himself the the I don't spoiler, but like he did himself the disservice of writing a really good teenager in the second half. Okay. And it is infuriating because he makes very teenager decisions. Boy, that sounds terrible. Constantly. <laughs> that sounds yeah. That sounds like I would hate uh, to read that. So that the second, but the, you can read the first five, you know, self-contained. And the author read them. He did the audiobooks when he was like ninety-five or something. So he's this like cantankerous old. It's they're great, but it's also a super cool universe. So there's that. I'm also re- I'm also playing Little Nightmares too, which is super good. Oh great, yeah. I'm gonna start that because I'm gonna be done with Hellblade one way or another within. A day. <laughs> yeah. really You're gonna be done. Driving yeah. me crazy. Understandable. I really because it really is beautiful. It really should just be a walking simulator. It really it should. Yeah. I feel like someone. I almost feel like someone in a suit came down. I know this is an independent production, but I feel like someone in a suit came downstairs and said, "It's called fucking Hellblade." Where's the yeah. devil may cry slashing? Where's the hell and the blade? Yeah, where's the blades? At the time of this recording, I did not realize that Hellblade isn't exactly... I don't know if I would exactly call it independent because the company that made this game actually did make some devil may cry games. So, uh, yeah. That's, that's tremendous. Uh, I need... Uh, when, when this gentleman comes back, I need him to watch this, and then I'm going to go away bright, and guess. What's that? Bright in my evening, uh, but, and I so thank just, you for it. If you ever feel bad, watch anything on his channel because he gets such pure joy from these videos. Dick Mabut. Oh, is this the train guy? Have you seen him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this guy. I've shared him several times. With yeah, 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 yeah. I love this guy. You yeah, can go absolutely. rewatch the footage of Locke experiencing the joy this man is experiencing. I, I have never oh, seen that man. many of in my life i'll have the audio unfortunately i'm not capturing video oh yeah Maybe i'll start i'll start that. being better at capturing everything in case something funny happens i'll try no, to leave the red dot on by the way I, I i assume yeah i see the red dot now and i know okay. what it means now. so now people yeah. know what it means all right and i'll try yo pete i'll talk to you real soon i hope you enjoy the ren fair well. and uh yeah thank you yeah thank you thank yeah, you blessed. sorry i didn't talk to you too bye so before if everyone is settled before we talk about Kindred, I want to ask Saint and probably know the answer. What's what's good? What are what are you consuming media wise? That's really really good. Um, I've been watching a little bit of Ahsoka. Oh uh, yeah, how do you feel about that? I maybe I kind of want to call up my friend Ian, who is insane, and ask him about Ahsoka. I'm 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 like one episode behind. I haven't watched the episode that came out this week. Um, okay. I like it. It's it's a straight up live action live action continuation of Rebels. Mm-hmm. So if you're not familiar with like the sort of general outline of the plot of uh, Star Wars Rebels, you might be missing a little bit. Okay. Uh, but I think it's done in such a way so that it's like like a lot of stuff is implied or a lot of stuff is explained, and you don't really need to know that much. Like I never have actually watched all of Rebels. Okay, I've watched, watched like a couple clips here and there. I've watched a couple episodes. 
I've had the plot like explained to me okay. by people because I was playing a Star Wars game where oh, okay. Rebels characters were in the game, and I, you know, I remember asking in chat rooms and stuff. I'm like, why is this character important? I don't care if I get spoiled. Just tell me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, yeah, I know. I, you know, and then I watched like individual clips, you know, of of stuff happening. So, um, that and also Clone Wars, the old the old Star Wars cartoon, Clone Wars. Is that where she came from? Yeah, originally, originally, uh, Ahsoka was one of those characters like uh, that everybody hated. Oh, they were like, oh my god, this. This, was she annoying? This character is super annoying. Oh, yeah, because she, okay. like, she shows up and she's like, "Hello, Anakin Skywalker. My name is Ahsoka Tano, and I have been sent by the Jedi to be your Padawan trainer." And he's like, "An apprentice? I don't need an apprentice. I'm in the middle of a war." Jesus Christ! What the <laughs> hell? And she's like, "Well, I'm here." And he's like, "All right. Well, since you're here." Uh, I'm going to have you go do a bunch of war crimes at the age of, like, 13. That'll be hilarious. That is hilarious, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're war crimes because they're, like, you know, like, non-sentient droids or whatever. Oh. Oh, okay. Not close. Yes. Are they? Te- technically. Are oh, droids sentient? Ooh, boy, that's a real... That's a big one. The... The one of the them, word, I'm the word on high from from like you know Lucas. like the Lucas thing is like droids are not are not really like they kind of are like they kind of they're mostly not except when they are. I think they, Le- get, they get they're two thirds. I think Land I think Lando what we're saying here. They're mostly they're mostly not until they are. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think it that veers into the gross. <laughs> I think Lando. Yeah, I think Lando touches with one. I don't think. I don't think Lucas said that exactly, but I think that's like the general attitude. You know, it's like, well, if they're an important name droid, then yeah, they're. Oh, C three PO is sentient, of course, because we like. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Exactly, but gong droids are not sentient. And um, it's okay to kill battle droids because they're programmed to be, you know mean sort of like you know criminals who are programmed by their upbringings or or orcs on the whole okay to kill them they're orcs this is this is a setting with an absolute i know absolute evil yeah it sure is (laughs) it is yeah yeah getting all nuanced about star wars is is a fun game oh boy it should no yeah but it's not (laughs) it's not really uh it's like in like Lord of the Rings. I've heard people be like, "Well, do you think that an orc could be good?" And it's like, "No." That's the <laughs> they're, whole they're they are generated by evilness. Yeah, but history like, is written by the victors, and maybe Mordor <laughs> was just this industrial nation and a bunch of fucking hippie elves had to come and shut down their production and yeah. throw their uh, throw their listen. legendary jewelry into the volcano. Yeah, I know the story throw about Melkor, historic... all right? You guys don't know. I don't, I don't know about Melkor. Orcs Melkor are just is Sa- Sauron's dad. Orcs are just Chinese rooms, guys. Oh, yeah, probably. Chinese yeah. rooms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a very simple set of programs. Yeah. Yeah, they mostly yeah. just he'll, grunt he'll and sling eat. axes, yeah. You'll eat grunts, yeah. Although it's funny because although I would say that Lord of the Rings, like Tolkien's universe, is a universe in which there is absolute good and absolute evil, that's you also have 
like you know, for instance, Gollum or something. Like you have the, it's not binary. There are sure. characters who are somewhere on that that nuanced scale. Yeah, Boromir is quite a line straddling corrupted lad. Right, and the whole point of the Hobbits was that they were too good, <laughs> too neutral. No, well, like they're so good and, oh, is and that what I don't it want to is? say innocent, but like okay. the ring corrupts hobbits really slowly because they don't want a whole lot. Right. It's I think not a lot yeah. for it to get its hooks into. Whatever you were going for with innocent, that's almost what I meant by as neutral. Yeah. Like hobbits are just yeah. they're kinda out of the whole you know. Right. They're like, they don't want to cook. Yeah. Give people presents, garden. Like they fuck, they're basically yeah, they get drunk, holidays, yeah, smoke you know. weed, fuck yeah, hobbits. They have the legendary long leaf. I uh, was yet again dealing with the whole trailer. Really just tobacco in the original. It is tobacco in the original. George R. R. Martin, but or George R. R. Oh Jesus Christ! Wow, I was gonna, George I was, I was gonna bring up, I was gonna bring him up also, but I really do want to eventually talk about him. I've been, I've been thinking. Yeah, about that. no, there's, there's a universe that is not absolute good or absolute evil. It's no, incredibly most, gray. It's mostly. I think the primary alignment of the Game of Thrones universe is asshole. It's 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 yeah, a harsh yeah. it's a harsh I, I world really where you gotta know, look out lawful, for your own lawful asshole. Yeah, lawful asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's assholes. a great way to put it. Yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> I I I've re-listened cute. to all those books quite recently, like yeah. over the past couple of months. Is the last thing that happens, happen. Jon Snow getting stabbed, is that the end? As is that where we end? John, that's yeah, it? Pretty much. Wow, that was 11 years ago. That was 12, and 13, 14 years ago? Yeah. Oh my god. That was so long ago. Listen, he's been really busy. Uh, bouncing around in a rubber ball from what I've seen. Yeah. Bouncing around <laughs> yeah. on mushrooms at some I art installation. Yeah, John says not dead. He feels happy. I, I, I subscribe to the Jon Snow uh is likely in going into stannis uh point of view i don't know that it's true but i like that idea going oh. into stannis oh because he's warg. okay into stannis that would be interesting yeah and that's why the melisande has been seeing stannis as the lord of light because john oh, is the lord of light but hey towards the end when stannis goes away she's like i keep trying to see the lord of light in the flames and all i see is snow Ah, wow. Okay. Okay. So I don't know, but I can't see why she would constantly have been seeing Stannis if... I think that those guys basically see whoever is closest that is cool and is like, here's Because <laughs> there's Mokaro hanging out with Victarion, and Victarion Greyjoy is definitely not supposed to be the Lord of Light, but Mokaro is like, you are chosen by the Lord of Light. Does he have and a will? Like, Victorian he's chosen by the Lord of Light, but he's not saying that he's Azor Ahai. Hmm. I know, but that's what I'm saying, man. I'm saying that um, these guys I, are I think like, Rolor sends them to do different this. shit. Rolor is like you're chosen. Yeah, you're chosen too. All yeah, that guy can be. I better. Like, I do. Just, I do really Rolor, wonder. Rolor I, like, I don't Rolor think Rolor is, like, is a good guy. Rolor is like Oprah. You know. 
You get a Zora's eye, and you get a Zora's eye. Everybody gets a Zora's eye. But like he's got to he's got to choose is... someone. Like someone nearby has to be chosen whenever they're looking into the flames, so that they keep believing. So he's just like, "This is the next chosen one." That would be he's a fun video game. You have to pick well, from I think various we only videos. hear about the red priests that end up with someone important. Yeah. I think there are probably lots and lots of red priests and the ones that end up with someone important we hear about and they have seen something in the flames okay. and that Relor sends them or guides them towards the place that they're supposed to be. I and think that's why they see different people. I think it's only that, you know, the really good priests get to see people. Right. And okay. of course, yeah. you know, they only, they that only happens if they're near someone cool enough, like Beric Dondarrion or Victorian Greyjoy. I think it also started working a lot better once Dennis. dragons came back into the world because it's pretty oh, well established okay. that magic yeah. was leaving the world because the dragons were gone, and now that there are yeah, yeah. people are like the spells are working better, and the can yeah. the black glass candle burns now, and yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, sad yeah, we yeah. never saw the black candle again. That's the thing. Yeah. Anyone ever say that? Uh, the High Sparrow is Howland Reed to either of you? No. Dude, some of these... There, there's a thousand. There's, there's, a, there's a theory where some any of... character is some other character. I, so, yeah, some, some, of this, yeah, some of them are too much. They're just too much. I'm... <laughs> I, had to, I had to think for a minute and be like, wait a minute, okay, who's Howland Reed? Ah, right, Kranigman. Kranigman, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, Spear really Fisherman uh, children. Yeah. The Bogman. Yeah. Friend, famous friend of Nedard. Nedard? Eddard. Nedard. 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 Yeah, Nedard. Yeah. Well, he's also the only person, I think, left at this point who knows John's parentage. Oh, no. Um, Bran has psycho. Um, oh, Bran knows it. Right. Ability, yeah. So, right, yeah. yeah. Bran right. knows. Brand has time warped. Yeah, so time warped. <laughs> let's do the time warg again. Yeah, let's do it. Saint, I thought you were going to say Starfield. <laughs> I am currently playing Starfield. That's, what I, that's <laughs> what I thought you, when I said I think I know your answer, that's what I thought you were going to say, but I'm glad you said Ahsoka. Well, that was that was the other thing I was going to say. Yeah. Just lots and lots of Starfield. I'm getting into it, but like Baldur's Gate has got me. Like yeah, it's no, got that's fair. Yeah, I, it, it, everyone I know who got into it was was said they got they got it. It's I'm, really it does the numbers, I, it does the serotonin I, loop yeah. just really well. My problem is is that I just don't want to learn. Yeah, D and D, Boy, let me tell you, if if I'm you already know it, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm sure for people who already know it or who at least even vaguely know it, it's like oh, this is perfect. Oh boy, I only know it in the absolute vaguest sense and it doesn't bother to explain a lot of stuff so i'm just kind of like no uh, it does not explain anything it doesn't explain what actions are what bonus actions are what reactions are it doesn't explain how to do anything in the system at all yeah no i figured yeah i figured really i figured that stuff out pretty quick um, but there's a lot of little things and how they there's a lot of stuff to it just no no exactly very exciting I, I realized just looking at it, I was like, I was like, oh my god, looking at the way all of this stuff interacts, yep. yeah, is is going to be, and then seeing discussions online of it and people being like, all right, I take two levels of this class and then I do that and I take a couple of, then I, you know, 
make sure to take these things and, you know, specialize like this. And then you can just totally blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is. There you go. Yep. Hell out of yep. Diablo 4. Oh, yeah, boy. This, this I was just talking to a buddy of mine about Diablo 4 yeah. this morning at Diablo Boar. I was like, Aww. like, is this yeah. game. Are, like, I was like, I was really hyped for this. Is Like, it's boring, isn't it? And he was like, yeah, it's boring. Is it just like, loot box chasing? I feel like that's what it is. Um, I played the phone one. It's outputs and animated GIFs. Yep, okay. That makes sense. That That's exactly what so I... So if, yeah. if you really like reconfiguring spreadsheets and then watching the animated GIF that they produce... Fuck, I did it for years. Then, you know, <laughs> you're going to like this one. No, no, no. Uh, not just not just building spreadsheets. Building spreadsheets cooperatively in real time with a whole bunch of other people. You did that for years. Oh no, no, I did also play Diablo though. No, I did both. Yeah. I did also play Diablo, yeah. which is just copy the spreadsheet from the internet, maybe tweak a few things, and then just watch the money roll in. Not money, you know, right. gold. Yeah. The, the... <laughs> yeah, I did both yeah. though. I did do Warcraft as well. There was something, <laughs> but even like Diablo three. Like Saints and I played Diablo three, and I had a good time. It's like, great. I played the Diab- Doctor, Diablo I three is it's just beautiful. The gifts are really good that come out of yeah. Diablo three. Good gifts. <laughs> the, the 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 abilities and doodads make games a lot of the time, and Diablo three has yeah. incredible doodads. Yeah, I mean, isn't for me Diablo three didn't have the same staying power as Diablo two though. I never played any before. Three yeah, I didn't. So I have I no experience with Diablo two. You know, you know what it is. Diablo two intersected with me. Um, with going to college, oh, for the first okay, time. yeah, and yes, having yes. high speed yes, internet. I have a big quake two. I have a big quake two shaped room in my heart for this, this reason. <laughs> yeah, for me that was Di- Diablo. I played so so much Diablo. Yeah. So, what do you think? Do you think it's easier? Like. Um, I don't think in the world of darkness there's like soft like in dust till dawn, but like oh no, their ribs are hard. It's the is oh, it yeah. as is it as hard? This is the question, Saint. Is it as hard to stake a vampire as it would be to stake a human being right through the heart with a wooden stake? Because that would be hard, generally, I think. Generally speaking, in my experience of like how people Staking actually play beings. the game and try to like stake somebody yeah yeah it is hard it should be that's not something you can like do in a fight that's something you do like when you like oh i let these guys do it all the time like, like when they're <laughs> asleep true. every time you let me do it i'm like i'm yeah. getting away with murder here well yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> my, my players do not think about that they don't think about stakes well, we're, I mean, I these like, are all... I had to, like, remind them a couple we're times. We're veterans and Sabat yeah. players. <laughs> I think if you had, uh, like, I know people who are really good fencers, and I think they could stake well, because their, their, their point target is really good. Um, but, like, most of the people who I know who have any kind of, like, melee or hand-to-hand combat experience holding the arm in that way and generating force like you wouldn't want you'd have to have the stake in that reverse grip and at that point you really need to be pretty close yes anyway. and close is not something you, you necessarily want against a kindred right if you're close right. to them they're close to you that's and not where you want as, as, as a mortal yeah you know yeah that's that's what i'm saying also they have soak 
and that sucks. Well, I don't yeah, actually I don't well, know if no. they have Soak in Five E. No, I guess we no. don't. Anymore. I guess we don't Vampires really. Don't yeah, I haven't been. I, have, I definitely haven't. Yeah, I definitely there's, have not been having. It. No, well, they took the power level down a lot, so yeah. everything's more fragile and everything does less damage. Yes. No. The um, having a bunch of like salmon and fortitude just gives you a bunch of health levels, basically. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, and the health is not automatically seven anymore. Nope. Is it up to ten? Yeah. Or is or is more possible? Probably not, because it's I, stamina I, I plus. I have to double check. No, because oh, if you have fortitude, it can go. Yeah. That's what oh, saying. we don't have a blood pool anymore. No, just Raz. Yeah. So the, well, the reason I mentioned that is because at one point it was like you're taking damage. Now you're taking damage into your oh blood into pool. your blood you pool, your, right? Yeah, that's not you hit yeah. zero blood. Now you're in torpor or whatever it may be. Um, but we don't have blood pool anymore, so I wonder how that works. I hope to not find out. Pretty much the same way. When you're you damaged, you can rouse. Well, first hunger. of all, no. Well, no, you can rouse to heal at any time. It hasn't really come I mean, up. I'm yeah. No, it's it's come up in my games, but yeah. I'm just playing it the same way that. Basically, it's like if you are if you are incapacitated and you take additional damage, you lose you you just take hunger damage instead. You just lose hunger and um, or gain hunger, and then if your hunger maxes out and your damage is maxed out, you're in torpor or you're dead. Yeah. It seems Have you had any players get into torpor? No, but they beat the shit out of a bunch of thin bloods into torpor. Well, yeah, I mean that's what they're for. This is my non-thit-blooded vampire self-talking. <laughs> right, yeah. pummeling. Let's turn them inside out and wear them as a hat. Basically orcs. Or, you know, a stole, in my case. Robots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kidred the Embraced, good God. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet... Has a rewrite in it. What was that? The Sasha gets some worst episode. Yeah, and also the the hospital kid. Oh, I forgot about the hospital kid subplot. Yep. I feel like yeah, um, embrace the kid, and Julian's like, we don't embrace kids. The hell. Honestly, that's the more interesting plot line in episode four, Romeo and Juliet, is we don't embrace kids, that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I absolutely feel like there's... Look at them. Look before... Look, look, at, look at Cash and Sasha before she gets vindictively embraced by Bruja. I feel like... Um, yeah, I definitely I feel like more, they're... Sorry. I gotta write some more vindictively embraced characters. Yeah, me too. Yeah, actually, I think I kind of have one cooking. It's not here. <laughs> Maybe. Does uh, he have a beak? Was he a beak? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that was a kind of vindictive embrace. Yeah. It wasn't. Okay, okay, okay. Good. Exceptionally. <laughs> not against him, though. Okay. Well, but that, neither was Sasha, though. Like, they didn't care about Sasha. No, really, exactly. Yeah. Um,. I feel like the, this, the ending was rewritten because the ending of, what's his name? Daedalus. The ending of Daedalus' story is that he uh, he gives the kid an alchemy potion that just cures him. Kid's fine. Yeah. The way all these are standing, 
they're just like they're like I have no idea what to do with my hands. Sometimes war is good. It's well, it, going to stand stock still with the arms at our sides. I this feel guy's like I'm going to touch my chin. It's a power move. I've probably mentioned that I feel like a lot of these were just the first take because they either weren't directed or they were just like, all right, guys in suits, come in here, stand there. Here's the let's do it. All right, let's move on. It does seem it seems fast, you know. These actors in the back are like, I have no context for what is happening whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like they did. I feel like they had no idea. They didn't even tell them they were vampires. And they're like, stand here and look scary. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Guys in suits, get in here. All right, so, so what's going on? This leads to Sasha's embrace because he wants to make a, a point to Julian. Look at yeah, all these guys. Look at these Bruja guys. He's like, I'm gonna roll up strong into, in. the, into the haven with all of my people. Something's wrong. It's gonna seem like a calculated challenge to Julian. Yep. I came in here alone. So I found out that. Mark Franklin's oh, yeah. son plays Sir Kristen Cole in the House of the Dragon. I don't recall exactly what character that is. He's the asshole Kingsguard Knight who um, loves the princess but then gets rejected and then he becomes all bitter and mean. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, sure. You can tell they, they got the look. He's got, he's got a similar look. He looks a little bit like his dad. I was telling my friend... Um, Mark Greenwood that well I was telling him that I was going to be watching the show tonight and he said I think I remember that show was there a, was there a hot girl that I was like in love with <laughs> that was like, yeah that's the show yeah <laughs> yep Sasha looks like she can take care of herself says uh, is it Lily Lily's Haven yeah but she can't yeah yeah Lily, yeah. Sasha can, in fact, not take care of herself. Sasha. Cash really wants to embrace her. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Sasha is like 18.001 years old and <laughs> has no fucking clue what's going on. She cannot. She, she, she patently, empirically cannot take care of herself in this environment, and Lily knows it. Yeah. Where do Lily's allegiances lie at this point? Yeah, because she kind of... Do we get some surprise maneuvers from Lily in episode six or so? Well, we'll find out. Let's let's take a look, yeah. Right. All right, so here's the children. Jesus Christ. This is grim. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Horrible. That's not a child. No, this guy's not. That's David Lynch. That's an evil mentor doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's like, I recognize this man. He's part of my clan. This was definitely originally written that the kid was going to die. I think, really? I wonder if it was another Mulcavian episode, too. Like, I wonder if he wasn't supposed to be a vampire. Yeah. I they, would imagine. The doctor. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, look the at him. Doctor. Evil doctor is a Mulcavian. Real. It's sort of the trope, right? Wearing a white lab coat is serious Malkavian behavior, period. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, Deadless is so scary and deformed. Oh, are we going to get another chance to see the yell? I'm oh, so excited. Maybe. I feel like that's that might be in episode six, I think. Yeah, that's the fall of Eddie yeah. Fiore episode. Okay, the fall of Eddie Fiore. I don't mean right now. I just mean, like, you know, if we do, if we skip through a whole bunch of them. Yeah, I think, I mean, I feel like, yeah, let's take a skip through 
four, five, and six, and see. And if you guys yeah. want to watch seven and eight, or even just seven, however, yeah, however people are yeah. feeling. So yeah, we got I'm the doctor. We've got going. We got Deadless rescues a child that he wants to embrace, even though right now he knows that he can just mix. It changes. It really. Oh, my goodness. The, the fact yeah, that he yeah. has the ability to cure this kid, but he's doing this instead makes Deadless a thousand times creepier than we talked about last oh, time. Oh, yeah. It's super screwed up. Wait a minute. Uh, also, why does he. Does Julian know he can cure the kid? Because that also. <laughs> makes it weird. Yeah. Julian must not. No. Deadless is keeping that from Julian. It's a really obvious, like, bad rewrite. It really end. obvious. Like, incredibly yeah. obvious the kid was supposed to die. Yeah. I mean, if not die on screen, like, just, you know, go back to the hospital and be like, okay. Yeah, they can't get embraced. I guess it's I'm dead. It. Yeah, yeah. We, we know what happens then. You can assume it's cancer goes into remission and everything is fine. Right? Uh, well, we can now that we know that the magical alchemy yeah. potion was fed to him. Yeah, yeah. So happy yeah. ending. Thank you. Yeah, someone someone came down and was like, Aaron, you can't have the kid die. It wasn't there. There's no Man, way it was there. It's spelling's decision. Like steak a vampire. He is. It's, it's so Dracula. That's that's my favorite part about the character. His Dracula's widow speak. Oh yeah, this this hand, yeah. this hand touch thing. She's like, I'm slipping away from you. Oh, did they not quite tell her they're vampires? But she knows something's up. She's like, dude, you guys oh. are really obviously some oh, kind man. of weird. Doll. He is. Oh, yeah. I thought he was just hungry. He was just thirsty for it. But no, oh, this is angry. this is this is the vindictive. Very. Uh, this is this is an upsetting scene. This is. This I'm really surprised that he didn't frenzy at this point. He should have. I mean, he should. He should be. I mean, I yeah. Yeah. They also like you know they roughed him up, like he's outnumbered. But like he should be tearing this guy apart. Right. Could they get a more sinister asshole looking actor? Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Bruja prick. And also the set here, just a bunch of plastic wrap tarps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's tarps a lot are. of that in this show. Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned that in like a in a podcast a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. We about it. The the staging of this is a, little, a lot of it is like it looks like a theater. Really, it, it looks really like they're standing does. In front of like some some curtains. Well, you know, like a, a like few like a few things on the stage to to sort of suggest a uh, a setting. Now Julian's come to talk to Primogen. Yes, they're now they're. <laughs> no, those little cops are here for some reason oh, oh yeah, is this like, where oh, yeah. we start doing the, the triple doctor. crossing oh here's the, the, here's doctor, the doctor yeah and then they're like should we kill this cop who knows too much us two vampire cops and this one human cop like and then again no please don't kill should we kill this doofus yeah right <laughs> no we the really... prince says not to kill this doofus and he's like, he's like, definitely don't kill this doofus. First this of all, doofus this doofus just found a human skull. <laughs> vampire of all, feeding remains. Also, second wait, of all, isn't that the, the skull of the vampire? Shouldn't yeah. it be gone? Oh, I thought that was the skull. Oh, that's the skull of the doctor vampire. Yeah. You know, stuff doesn't happen. Stuff happens in different different ways, man. Boss, and this, doesn't how old he was. this show doesn't have rules. Yeah. I was thinking about that because I remember I remember having to look it up. Like I'm like, how how long would it really take? Like, right? Yeah. 
It's twenty years. I like twenty about twenty years is my is my um rough How estimate. How long do you have to be a vampire before it? To be just bones or just ash? Dust. Ash. Dust. Dust in twenty years. Yeah, the bo- wow. as long as you are not in like a very like non-acidic kind of environment, very dry environment, the soil will break down bones in about twenty years. Hmm. That's not even counting like animals coming by and scavenging them or anything. Just you know, regular decomposition and and a regular like, you know, the pH that you would see of like, yeah, like any kind of um, you know, place where a lot of plants are growing. Yeah, I assume desert be a bit different. Yeah, desert bones can last longer and and long enough to get fossilized. But um, otherwise, yeah, stuff gets broken down, and the the you know. I was a little surprised that it was that quick too. I was like, "Oh wow, that is quick," but yeah. Hmm. Maybe Daedalus should just be like, "All right, I think I can get this kid to become become a wraith." Yeah. <laughs> That's a if boy. I, if I murder him in a really painful way, then he'll become While a wraith. While pointing at pictures of his family. Yeah, but make him feel like there's something something unfinished. No, you have to set them yeah. up for some kind of mystery. you got to get them involved in some unfinished business, and then you murder them. That would be a oh, boy. <laughs> what is the Prime Engine doing here? He's like, oh yeah, he's trying to get oh, their support to, to yeah. have Eddie Fiore. He, Eddie Fiore fucked with me. He embraced my goddamn touchstone. That's fucking bad. Yeah. He's like, I would really like to murder Eddie Fiore. Can you please let me murder Eddie Fiore? And they're all like, no, you can't murder Eddie Fiore. And he's like, why not? Because first of all, he embraced someone without my permission. And second of all, it was my goddamn niece. Yeah. And then they're like, it wasn't actually Eddie who done the deed. You can't kill him. Right. You can't kill him. You can find what's his face and murder his, his ass. Like, yeah. Are we positive the Nosferatu do not show up in this one to murder the guy? Because Daedalus is like, I want to murder the guy. Boy, this would be a packed episode. Daedalus yeah. does that and then the weird shit with is, the kid also. This is the do episode. They give him a, do they blood hunt him? No, this is the episode. No, they just kill him. Just yeah, the oh. Nosferatu pile onto him and diable him, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They it all, shows yeah. like a cartoon Nosferatu pile on the guy that yeah. embraced shot, 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 shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They all kind of like rush in like yeah. like you remember that part in, in Interview with the Vampire? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Where they all yeah. on the stage and they all like jump the naked lady on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Same it's thing. like. Yeah, except less sexy. The cop That's is it. like, I'm finally hanging out with my intellectual equal. Eight year old. Eight year old. The eight year old is eight year old is like you are a fucking dumbass cop, man. Seriously, there are there are two scenes where Frank the cop interviews this eight year old. The eight year old says nothing to him, and then the the eight year old is miraculously cured, and we never hear about this plotline at all. And Frank never figures out anything. <laughs> Frank never figures out anything because the show is about the masquerade, so he can yeah, like he can time. never figure about anything, figure anything out. <laughs> But no, that's not true. He can figure a few things out, but anything he has to figure out, he realizes he can't talk about. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. Like, um, like somebody he like he catches somebody at some point. And he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, human justice can't touch this guy. You know? Right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Was that the Night Stalker dude? No, not Night. No, that wasn't a Night Stalker. That wasn't something else. This part also, Daedalus is like, fuck the masquerade. I guess Daedalus yeah. is about to murder him, but, you know, I guess Daedalus, 
Oh, Daniels doesn't know that he's protected. Oh, yeah, you think Frank is using a dying child to trap Daedalus. Yeah. Uh. This is some real high vampire drama. Look at how this is shot. All up in their faces. Oh, my God. And all so high contrast and shit. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. I love this show. Context in. I was telling Greenwood, I can't believe how much I loved it when I finally watched it after the 90s. You know, I felt like I feel like it's it's like an acquired taste. <laughs> sure, like yeah. after the first two episodes, now I'm like, oh man, yeah, I want to watch some more of that. Yeah, unfortunately, it is kind of a cliche to say like you got to work through the bad part, but you but really, like well, it, there's still a lot of bad parts. <laughs> yeah. By the way, this guy stop. is like this Frank guy is, is still in the show. He's like. He's like a slut for getting memory clouded. Like they're always just knocking him I sideways. If he's got like a kink about it, and that's actually yeah. why he's investigating them. Or I wonder if he has terrible nightmares about all these locked memories oh of God. people tormenting him in vampires. Yeah. yeah. Reporter Lady is a really funny character as long as we're talking about just basically intentionally breaking the masquerade. Yeah. Yeah. One or the other. He. He is getting as trying close to... as possible to, to this girl without without breaking the masquerade as he can. He's taking it. He's just he's just like, hey, I want to romance you, but I can't tell you anything about my life. <laughs> like, yeah. what? And she is so she's, like, she's got a million questions about all of his shit. Yeah, reasonable, <laughs> reasonable, reasonable questions. Yeah, very yeah, <laughs> like, really. Like yeah, very reasonable questions. How exactly are you so rich again? You know stuff. Yeah, I, I own yeah. I own you know, things. I own a lot you, of things. When you say I it like that, the capital. Which I work. Yeah. yeah. When you say it like that, it makes me think crime. Is it crime? No, it's not crime. But <laughs> trust me, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Yeah. I can't tell stuff you. Stuff I do isn't legal, crime. but it's not crime either. <laughs> <laughs> It's, you know, I was trying to figure out where I recognize. I think it's Caitlin Turner. Where from? Plays the report lady, uh, okay. and I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a show called Briscoe County Junior. Oh, with uh, uh, with that guy. Yeah, with that guy, which is just it was a cowboy show with a science fiction glowing, rotted thing. Uh, I never we never found out what it was because it got canceled. But the thing that she's actually famous for among like non nerd people like us is a uh, Gossip Girl. Oh right, yep, yep, yep. She was in. Uh, she was like one of like the Upper West Side rich moms. Oh, it's the Michael Jackson face off. Yeah, this is this is the one. It's not the it's fall of Eddie Fiore. Yeah. Snap your fingers. The fall of Eddie Fiore is the Asimite one. Yeah. That's a different. Look, God, look, look at this fucking guy. Brian yeah. Murphy is it? I'm waiting for the storyteller to like walk up and be like, "All right, on the count of three, everyone point out who you're gonna attack." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that plays Eddie Fiore is just an actual monster. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just crazy looking. <laughs> oh, here comes what? the dragon breath shotguns. Every time I look at him, I'm like, "What the fuck is up with his cheeks?" Incredible. <laughs> just yeah. a bizarre looking man. He has a muzzle. Yeah. Yeah, the rest of the dudes in the LARP show up. 
You know yeah. what I just realized about this LARP showdown, though, is that in it, Eric King is standing behind fucking the prince. So that whole blood, that whole plot of him, like, this blows it. Yeah. Uh, What's like, that guy yeah. dropped? It would be blown. Maybe they drop it at this point. Just totally dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Because they would, it would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. See, here they come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get him. <laughs> uh, uh, one hand sticking out. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's insane how much this is actually just like the game. Like, I just, this has that vibe of not just LARPing, just this is what this game was like. I, like, I'm, I really. I'm trying to look at what kind of gun Julian's got, too, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on with the top of that gun? It's it's a Spaz 12 with a vacuum cleaner on the front. <laughs> <laughs> like the crevice tool? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I, thought, I was like, it looks what, like a shotgun, but what the hell is going on? What kind of gun is top? Sasha old? Oh, Sasha. You'll be okay. Yeah. Even though your frontal cortex is not finished cooking, will. And never will be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and they leave Eddie Fury out in the sun just to tease him. Oh, this part is is great. They leave him out in the sun for a while. And then he comes and pops his trunk. Just to fuck with him. Yeah, just to fuck with him a little. Get in the trunk, Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) Get in your home. Nice. Yeah, live hard, die young, and leave a good-looking corpse. This I love this show now. I can't oh, believe it. Episode. Oh, this guy. Yeah, it's he's episode. not the yeah. guy from Entourage. I also hey, love how many of the characters are people that, like, tropes of people I, I feel like I went to high school with are, like, amalgams. Well, you know. That's the way. It's a pretty, you know, archetypal a, characters. You, like, yeah. you probably point at a character out of the back of the Torah book and be like, yeah, this dude. This guy makes a lot of really bad decisions. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. That's sort of his shtick. I mean, his shtick is really trying to get himself killed. Yeah. It really is what it is. He's trying to get himself killed, and he's just not... He's not he's just going to do it to himself. He's just yeah. waiting for something. Suicide by vampire. Yeah, suicide by prince. He's trying to commit suicide by prince. Suicide like, by prince. Yeah, exactly. He's like, how many people? How many people am I going to embrace before you actually get around to killing me, man? That's really that's what this that's really what it is. He's really like, just go ahead and kill me. I'm going to keep doing what you tell me not to. Right mm-hmm. until you do it. Because he's really not happy about being a vampire. He's kind of happy yeah. about it, but he's really not. His his powerful music almost has an entrancing effect on anyone who hears it, and he, they are drawn like a siren song to be embraced by him. Like like moths mm-hmm. to the flame. Like Zane. moths to the Zane, you mean? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Very. He doesn't. It, it's like although he does not look much like the moon. Which, as we all know, that's what moths are drawn to. They would like to return to the moon. That's why they yeah, come the moon, to the from, porch. From whence they came. Right, because yeah. they are from the moon. Yeah. I wish I had ice cream. Yeah, me too, man. Ice cream sandwiches. But any kind of... I, you know what? I, I went to the store and I bought a little Friendly's single cup ice mm-hmm. cream sundae with... Uh, cookie dough. Very nice. Indeed. 
this, indeed, sir. The intro to this fucking show with oh, the old man. art. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and it does. It does get the intro gets bigger. I don't know if it gets bigger, but there's definitely a lot of different edits of it because a lot of the times you'll yeah. see something that happened last week. And you'll know it hadn't been spoiled up until now. Yeah. They really—it's—that's an interesting thing to do. I—I I, I could be wrong. I haven't really watched every single intro, but I feel like, yeah, there's—I de- we definitely yeah, didn't see didn't... her with bloody tears until this week. Right. Yeah. Oh God, look at dude. Deadless. It's cool that he saved everyone and killed the bad guy, but this guy is fucked up. Especially yeah. considering that rewrite from last episode. He's not okay. Deadless is a fucked up motherfucker. Alchemy ass. He's got problems. So we got What's some Kaitiff neonate shit going Maybe on. With Kindred, yeah, and he's like, he's like, it's cool. Being a vampire is super cool. And that is why I am doing this thing, making a bunch of vampires illegally. Mm-hmm. Which is probably going to get me killed. But I live fast and die young, and I'm gonna leave a good-looking corpse if I don't if I don't wait twenty years to get killed. Yes, oh, dead girl gets up. Yeah. The, anyway, sorry. Yeah, the dead girl gets up and causes a scene around here. Massive yeah. breach. And it's during the day, I think. Yeah. It's hard to tell. It really doesn't matter in this show. Really, and really, there aren't rules. the The storyteller is really not paying attention, and he lets them Such go out during the day. So messy. She just comes home and makes a mess. That Bruja niece of mine. Look, she gets blood everywhere. Muddy tears on her own. <laughs> on her own picture. Oh shit! Here she is. It's a picture of me during the day. That I can't do anymore, except unless I want to. Right. But it's not the same. The sun. I can't enjoy it. I can't enjoy it. It makes me. Makes me itch. Hurt. Makes me sassy. <laughs> Makes me sassy. Err. Sassy err. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking watch Army Wise. <laughs> Alright, girl number one is still alive and she's pointing a gun at Frank in the hospital. And she's yeah, like this I think one I need... does not have a vacuum on it. And she's <laughs> like, I think I need drugs or something, but I don't know what kind of drugs I need. Yeah, this is what being a vampire is about. Apparently. That's yeah. what your vampire game is about. Anyway. <laughs> I need drugs or something. Someone turned me into a <laughs> fucking vampire. This is very horrifying. I have a beast or some shit. <laughs> the sun makes me itch. Oh, you are at the club. You yeah, the oh, he's putting... He's That's always like you're a vampire. Oh, he's detecting stuff. Look right. at him go. <laughs> but he always... Basically, he puts it together, and then he gets to a point where some vampire is like, you just discovered the masquerade. I'm going to fucking kill you. And he's like, okay. Like, he can't ever actually expose anything that he finds for the purposes of the show. Like, right. all right, you're checking out this girl. Make a wits plus investigation roll. Difficulty one. <laughs> Her eyes are... <laughs> pure white <laughs> she just jumped off a building landed on a car hood on her head and she's okay oh she might be a junkie julian catches her might be bcp oh yeah the uh the gang will pick her up and he's like it's okay you're gonna be okay i mean you're still dead but you're gonna be okay now you're going to be undead, undead, undead. Oh, right, and now he's wearing a turtleneck to protect him from vampires. Right, of course. Frank gets yeah. smart. 
puts, yeah, natural. puts on a turtleneck. It's the natural thing. It's the natural. Like, you know, like, I don't have anything better, but I'm going to put on this turtleneck. Yeah. Maybe to. it'll maybe it'll be, like, gross on their tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Did, did the Wu-Tang clan, clan already have um, Protect Your Neck out? I when... do not know. I, outside of my can't, wheelhouse. Can't answer that one for you. I think I think it was. I think Wu Tang Clan was was earlier in nineties. Boy, Frank is talking to everyone and just really trying to get himself in trouble. We got some red curtains, some real Twin Peaks shit going oh, back on. Back in the Black Lodge. Oh right, yep. yeah. I was talking that's about how they're two feet away from each other and they're in some space that's like three feet wide. Like where are yeah. they even with the curtain behind her and just they're a brick wall? They're, yeah, but they're in the backstage area between just, curtains. Yeah, like. Where there's just like three feet of space, is that? A, I mean, I, I don't know, <laughs> but it seems like they're in a tiny little area. I don't know what backstage is like. I don't know. Yeah, it's custom backstage area with special lots I mean, of extra curtains for vampire feedings. Oh right! Oh, they're in a tucked away vampire feeding alcove. That actually makes perfect sense. There you go. It's a good thing we're looking this hard at this show because it does actually it is actually incredibly it genius. It merits this get. kind of yeah, yeah. It does. It rewards <laughs> you for having a an eye yeah. for. Right. It's like a Hidetake Miyazaki game. It's like, you know, everything's in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it's like. <laughs> it's definitely what we're looking at here. Incredibly it's deep. George R. R. Martin was probably involved. Of, yeah. <laughs> the Dark Souls of television. Brutally difficult, <laughs> <laughs> but but rewarding to those who persevere. Right. Yeah. And now this cop is like chasing the. Uh... He just went through the red curtain, and as you pointed out, it is quite a long way from the wall. Okay, I was. It's a weird shot when those two are face to face. I'm telling you, there are more red curtains back there on on different rails. Oh, yeah, it was little curtains. alcoves. Yeah, for curtains feeding. within curtains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curtains all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to make a Torador Bruja Bloodline mix, baby? And she's like, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works, but whatever. Yeah, what goes on with Sasha and this guy? They're into each other, and then he gets murdered by Lily? More or less, yeah. Here she comes with an ice pick. Oh, man, is she going to do it? Or does she hesitate one time and let him get away? Yeah, it's that. Okay. She lets him yeah. get away. She, he wants the pick. He wants yeah. the pick, but she doesn't give it to him. She gets him, though. Oh, yeah. She, get, she, um, yeah, he's like, you know how I'll convince you not to kill me? I'll use the Tortor handshake. Is that your mouth? <laughs> yeah. Technically, <laughs> technically, it's it's like full intercourse. That's just that's the Tortor handshake. Yeah. And yeah, that's just how yeah. say hello. <laughs> it's like. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like shaking hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cash is still looking out for Sasha, but she... Uh, He's like, you can't look out for me. I'm a bruja. They're forbidden lovers. It's just impossible. Bruja and Gangrel, just impossible. Yeah, they're blood. Yeah. The blood within their veins. They plague on both your houses. I don't think they sell it. I don't think... I don't buy that part. That's just, they're just, that's just someone, the storyteller's just being a prick about that or something. Or, or maybe the two players are. They're dating in real life. Yeah, right, right, right. Them to get, 
Yeah. He's like, no, your characters can't date in the game. Gangrel and Brucha hate each other. Either that or they're dating in real life and they're doing some kind of some kind of breaking up role play that is very oh. annoying to the storyteller. Oh my goodness. That, yeah, that, that, does that might be happening. Oh my god, that's um <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen that. Have we least. all been on both sides of that kind of thing? Yeah, well, yeah I think so. Everybody, I think, if you've role played like more than a few games, you've, everybody's been in one of those. Where it's just like, oh, oh, it's happening. Oh, uh, this, this game that has a significant a couple in it now has half of that couple. Yep. Or, you know, has both of those. It still has the couple, even though they're not a couple, and that's a problem. I'll yeah. tell you, I was in 20 of those situations during World of Warcraft. Oh, no. Those are incredibly common in World of Warcraft. That's wild. There's a whole, there's a whole server called Emerald Dream where those people go to retire and fuck each other and torment each other with screenshots of each other's genitals. Oh my god. <laughs> gets rumbled by this Torridor. Yeah. And he gets saved by the cop. I forgot about that. Cash gets his ass kicked a lot. And Frank can never tell anyone anything he learns. Like what's like that's what the character is so frustrating. Well, I think Cash is the worst. Like, yeah, that, 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 that gun does look like a vacuum cleaner, sorry. Yeah, well, that's, that's, he's got his vacuum gun. This is the scene where he's like, this guy's fucking just embracing people and yeah. he's cursing people, and I can't do shit about it because that's not like technically a crime. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, I can't call this a murder because that girl is still walking around, but you know what it is, so deal with this asshole I think Frank and Julian have kind of a cool thing but yeah. Frank and everyone else suck <laughs> that is a yeah. bad I don't get it <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like yeah. it, it I mean it got it's like Carl Sagan having a relationship with Pekingese it's like the, I can't understand how they can even communicate they both have a thirst for justice yeah, I guess that's true it's, it's their common ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Justice, yeah. and yeah, they. You know, I think episodes like this is like when you start to see what's his face. Frank start to appreciate Julian's. Um, sure. Position. Yeah. And Eddie Fiore is like whatever. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. And he's like, just to annoy you, Julian, I'm going to vote against killing this annoying embracer. Yeah. He's like, I totally wish I could embrace people. Fuck that. Yeah, actually, yeah. Eddie's whole thing is I'm going to embrace everyone I want to, but he never gets to. No. Love? Is this love, maybe? Like, damn, I thought we were just going to have some quick hot bruja and Torador sex. Why is it gotta be about love? And he's like, but love and sex, I don't know, stuff. And she's like, you're weird, man. Why yeah. do you have to be so dramatic? He's like, don't fall in love with me. I'm on my way to get murdered right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's his big problem. He doesn't want her to get too close. Because, yeah. uh. He's close to the edge. Whoa. Julian 
She tries. Julian grabs her from jumping in front of a train. Yes. Wow, I missed that. He goes, he goes to stand. The uh, tortoise goes to stand in front of the train. Oh she's, right, oh there he is. She's like, like, you know what? Mm, it isn't about just quick to hot tortoise bruja sex. I do <laughs> and with you. And Julian's like, no, this is about a deeper love. I'm gonna stand here too. And then he just jumps off the train track anyway because he he's a selfish asshole and it comes down to it. And then Lee yeah. cuts his head off. Oh, here we go. Yeah, she's got her one fingernail, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. I love the... And so does Daedalus. And they all do, I guess. I love the one fingernail, though. Poke nail? Yeah. The death the, nail. The death nail, yeah. The death nail. I sentence you to the death nail. Oh, yeah, and she does the <laughs> Samus Aran shadow step. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. It's her lightning finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She condemns him to hell with her lightning finger. The Rise and Fall of a Rock and Roll Legend by Caitlin Byrne. And then the yep. next episode is The Rise and Fall of Eddie Fiore. That's Everything right. Falling. Maybe she just really needs to have some sex. Thinking about rising and falling with Julian. <laughs> she's She's got rising and falling on the mind. And as we, yeah. as we open The Rise and Fall of Eddie Fiore... It's like uh, a literal spotlight shines oh. on... Oh, Lily's watching him uh, get busy. She's uh, being a creep. Kill These are the music. creepiest. I mean, I guess we're slowly we're slowly realizing that vampires yeah. were supposed to be creepy our, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't quite get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know the kill, you know the Kill Bill music of like. Wah, 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah totally. Whatever, this yeah, whole time. that would it really would it really would fit right here. Yeah. Oh yeah, she go. What's the deal yeah, with the? Oh, this PI and this PI is like, oh yeah. yes, I can take pictures of your. Oh yes, you appeared out of nowhere. How did you do that? And then she disappears out of nowhere too. And she's got some. She's got pop skates. He's like, got the hours. You can't pay me enough to go after Julian Luna. Yeah. Um, yeah unless like, you pay me enough. <laughs> right. There is a, there is a number, but let's just say there's no. There's no number high enough. For Julian Luna, and so and she's thousand dollars. Is that the number that's high enough? Even though you said there's no number high enough. Okay, fine. Yeah, I guess that's. High He's enough. like, there's a number that's high enough where I will take the envelope and run away. <laughs> and then I'm going to decide for some reason to try and blackmail somebody and get killed. Yeah, is that what happens to that yeah, that's private investigator? Good. Yeah, so that, <laughs> Great. So that so that breach of the masquerade is never. Is never breached, you know. Ah, uh, yes. You thought you were making out with a sexy vessel, but it turns out that's the Asmite. Dun, dun, dun. Asmite. Oh yeah. The prince of yeah, the prince of. The, we're now we're getting like some some like intercity California yeah. politics, prince versus prince politics. The the Bruja Prince of San Francisco, Eddie Fiore's sire, comes to visit. Neat. Asmite with him to try and overthrow Julian. Except at one remove, just you know, he's he's getting Eddie to do it for him. But this is cool. We got Bruja versus Ventru politics going on. Two different cities. Yeah, he's. Uh, that's right. No, for some reason I thought. That's right. Kindred the embraces is not in L.A. It's in it's in San Francisco. And that's he's right. the boss of L.A. He's, Cyrus. He's the prince of L.A. Yeah. Sasha squeezes a glass and crushes it in her hand. The rage. Is she mad that? Zayn is dead? Is she mad that her sire is dead? Is she mad that she doesn't like Cash anymore? Is she, which, she's mad about everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think also she's Ruja, so she's just mad. Yeah. Period. But, and she's, you know, 
young person. And she's talking to Lily. Which makes people mad. What's Lily up to? She's basically, like, supporting Julian. Yeah, Lily's like, it's okay. Even with your brouhaha, you know, even though with your brouhaha rage, you'll be fine. She's like, but I feel empty inside. Oh, my God. That's what being a vampire is like. I, okay I wrote down a line from this episode. Yeah, Stacy Heideck. I was gonna say Stacy Heideck is in like a million soap operas. She's like a veteran soap opera actress. Lily. She's she's still in she's still in soap operas. I think. I feel like she's probably like good. Oh no, that was my last landlord. My last one, the one before that, was in Days of Our Lives. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she may be about to say this, or she may have just said this, but the line I wrote down was, why can't I heal like this on the inside? That's probably the beginning <laughs> of that scene. Nice. Yeah. Why can't I heal like this on the inside? Why? Why can't I? Somebody must have like wrote in, written something like that down on some vampire character sheet or in the margins yeah. of something while we or said it in some vampire game. I feel like. Ooh, do you guys remember that vampire diary? Yes. Right now, for the first time, yes. Holy shit! Without, I. With that lock, the little lock on it, and then like you. you the guy you turn the page and it's like what has happened to me all in like big scary the pages like, have blood splattered all over them yeah 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 I tried to pull something like that in art class and Miss Washburn got mad at me for a blood spattered scary story in her art class Lame. man I, I got I, so much of that shit I've got upstairs in the one of the rooms upstairs I have a uh, a couple of coasters that I did in high school that are one is the Fomori logo and the other is the Black Sparrow Lancer logo. Awesome. I'm very pleased to still have those around. That's fucking great. The Asimites. Oh yeah, here's the Asimites. Uh, oh no, it's Sasha. No, this is the actual Sasha. Is Sasha and Catherine. Yes, and this is why Cash is not around to protect Julian from the Asimite because he's too busy making out with Sasha. I mean, well, I'm, I'm I mean, glad. Like, that is what you would have to do. Yeah. I'm glad they make out. I'm rooted. These two are my OTP. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I ship these. They're, yeah, they're I, OTP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only learned what OTP means uh, yesterday. Really? Um, but now, I, now I know. Yeah. I had to despite ex- the fact that I live on the internet. I had to explain it to someone like a week ago, and boy, did I, boy, did oh. it, like how silly I am, really just oh, hammered me. Oh. oh, head off! I missed an asimite beheading. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you can go back. Go back if you want. Okay. Yeah. Who, who, well, especially because it cuts from his head yeah. off to her head on. Yeah, why? Uh, it's not clear would, to me what's happening in that scene. But what would they... She, very happy. she drops down from behind. Um, no, 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 not that scene. I, no. People's heads coming off, I understand. For, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's very final. Oh, yeah, okay. Here's the Asimite. Wow. Wow. Kukri. 
With, with the kukri, yeah. She likes kukris and so does... It must have been a prop that they had around. Must have had yeah. a case of kukris. <laughs> Julian's on a date. Everyone's... Probably just that one kukri. They pass it around. Right, yeah, you're, that's actually... But this is great. The, the Asimite comes to town and everybody's getting busy. Julian's yeah. getting busy with the reporter who hates him. <laughs> what happened to her curtains? He bought a telescope so she can look at... No, no, there's like a hole in them. Oh, it's two different curtains. He came, he came busting in in bat form. Flew right through the <laughs> yeah, curtains. That's what, oh, it's a cross. Oh my the god, he can't the, look at that? What is this? The gap, the gap in the curtains, is, oh. it's cross-shaped. I guess, oh, I mean, god. it's not, you know... Yeah. 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 Activate the crucifix glitch. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, so here's the yeah the, the so the detective is scoping out Julian Luna, who he really should not be, who he knows better than to fuck with. Yeah. And Julian Luna is right. like, I'm gonna catch this guy, but first I'm gonna find out that my boys are getting murdered and beheaded. This is an action-packed one. <laughs> because here comes Cash to trip over a corpse. Yeah. This might be the best episode. This is actually I I think episode seven is really action packed. Is I I really like this stuff going on. You'll well yeah maybe we'll see. We'll check in with how everyone's feeling after we've gotten caught up. Yeah, he's all stressed out. He's like the asthmite failed. I think Julian Sire's Eddie Fury's Sire is jealous of his cheeks. Yeah, I mean there is almost there's a sense of Cyrus may just be setting Eddie up. But there's definitely a sense of Cyrus doesn't really care the outcome yeah. of this. Oh, no. <clears throat> he doesn't it, care. It benefits him either way. Right, exactly. He, he, he wants he wants to win, but if he loses, he, all these losses is Eddie, as far as he's concerned. And it's not, the, it's not a huge loss. All he's lost is some fantastic metahuman cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sasha and Julian just... She can't get over it. I mean, she'd, I'd be mad still if I was Sasha. What a weird fucking set of circumstances to happen over three episodes. I met my pseudo-uncle, and now I'm kind of dead. Yeah, yeah. and then they murdered my fucking boyfriend. Yeah, and yeah. this is where the PI makes an absolutely inexplicable decision. He's like, yes. So I thought this was just going to be taking pictures of a man who I thought was extremely dangerous kissing a reporter. Instead, it turned out to be um, pictures of a man I'm extremely scared of, like... At a murder scene. At a murder scene, having a hand-to-hand battle with the kukri knife. So, (laughs) I'm going to blackmail you blackmail you. That sounds like the correct decision. Instead of just giving you these pictures and fucking the fuck off to the other side of the world for, like... With the money. With $20,000 in 1996. And hoping that you don't find me and tear my head off i'm gonna blackmail Um, the very dangerous people that i've already established i'm scared of yeah yeah so what happens to him does she kill him i i'm pretty sure he's dead inside five minutes from here does the does the asimite kill him no she does oh she does good oh yeah she lures him into her place and fucking kills him yeah, she's not scared of him. Cool, there should be more uh, dumbasses getting killed by vampires. He's not, he's not scared of him. Oh her. yeah, she brings her think... into a freight elevator. Right, because he doesn't think, he doesn't think like, oh, she's a vampire. Right. And he doesn't even think like necessarily like, maybe like, oh, she'll pull a gun and kill me. Um, but she does the bite. Uh... Cool. Ugh. 
Lily's cool. Lily's one of the coolest. Yep. Yeah, she actually behaves like a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool shot. Yeah. And then she goes and talks to Frank. Frank is in terrible danger all the time. That's mm-hmm. true. She just drank a man to death. And now, wait, is she showing him the photos of Julian at a murder scene? She surely is. She's like, She's I just up killed the guy who had the... Yeah. She, Lily is up to something. I want to show you. Yeah. Maybe she's tired of his bullshit. I honestly don't know Franks. if we even, like, find out if Lily has a long game. I feel like they just set stuff up, stuff up for her ongoing, and then we never yeah, get to kind it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I think she just, without any evidence to the contrary, I think Lily just loves fucking drama. She just loves drama. Yep, so and now does she give the reporter the photographs? Oh yeah, Frank does, but she suggested Frank that Frank should. Oh wow! So yeah. Lily is so her hands are yeah, on it. Drama. Yeah, because yeah, she wants drama for whatever reason. She's a tortor. Tortor. They um, they get bored. They get bored. extremely bored. Yeah. Extremely yeah. bored. Yeah, it's well, so it's like, boring. This is not stimulating. Yeah, she's like, she's like, okay, I, me and Julian have essentially an open relationship as far as it comes as it comes to like mortals because shit, that's how we feed. Mm-hmm. But. He seems to actually be falling in love with this mortal. He's got feelings. I, for I this don't reporter. like that. That's not cool. I'm a Toreador. Yeah. I'm a jealous Toreador. Also, like, <clears throat> let's assume Julian is like 300 years old, and he's developing a relationship with somebody who's in their 30s. Yeah. Like, I, I would. I assume Lily is like. Oh, Ew. Do they ever establish? I almost I feel like they might say he's 600. I could be wrong. Could be real I wrong. I don't think he's that. You don't think he's that old? Okay. You think he's like 150? No, like I was the impression that he was from the yeah, he's just from the 20th century. I mean, it could be. He's got relatives and he's got his little vineyard and that plot. Well, we'll get to That's that. That's true. Sorry, they yeah. told us how what relation he is to. He's 129, according to the White Wolf Wiki. Okay. Okay. As a vampire or a period. He was in, he was born in 1830 and embraced in 1856. So actually, no, he was 166 in here in 1996. So yeah, so he's you know typical American prince kind of range, like you know, and we're low hundreds, low hundreds. So we got Eddie's talking to Lily because he they they are both they're they're low key in cahoots. They both have very different things they want to get done, but they both think they're gonna fuck with. Julian. Right. But Would, for whatever reason, Lily Lily doesn't think like Julian is gonna that Eddie is gonna like not kill Julian or something. Well doesn't isn't he telling her that Julian's dead? Or does he not does he still think that? They don't know that he's dead yet. That, okay. He's asking her to lure him to lure Julian. Oh, that's him, right. Yeah, yeah. So this that, is the prelude. So Mike and, and kill him. Um, yeah, so Lily's got no loyalties. She's just yeah, fucking this, around. This is what kind of confused me because she she agrees to this for no reason that seems, I can discern. Seems surprising. That. I'm gonna say, yeah, that I'm gonna say headcanon is that she wants to be in it so that she can help it fail. Maybe but I don't yeah. think there's any evidence to support that headcanon. Yeah, no, I think she's just very angry. And yeah, I think it's played like she's just a jealous, you know, uh, partner. Yeah, who's mad about the reporter? 
and here are the two of them being mad about Julian. Yeah, a lot of just tension. A lot of character-to-character tension in this episode, and we eventually get the big Asimite scene. Asimites. Asimites running around and turning into different people. Is Cash going to get lured away to make out? Yeah, here comes... Well, there's the Asimite, but Sasha's around. Very complicated, because the Asimite has to pretend to be Julian to get killed. To, tr- to trick Eddie Fiore, who then gets killed. Uh-oh. Which one's the Asimite? Eddie Fiore has a shotgun. Oh. The Asimite was looking like Julian Luna. And remains that way, dead, right? Or... Until it's dramatically appropriate. Until okay. the actual Luna comes in and then Cash looks back down again and then it's the Asimite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that's... That's how it would be. That's the best way to reveal it, yeah. So did... Did he... I don't understand. Like, is he, like, just really not coordinating with the Asimite that he hired? He must not be at all. He's like, I hired an Asimite to kill this guy. I'm going to go in there with a shotgun and kill him also. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sure the Asimite will appreciate that. Yeah. He doesn't doesn't trust... He doesn't trust that the Asimite's going to get it done because the Asimite's already tried and failed. Man, um, poor Cash. Look, oh man, yeah. that's the commercial. Cash thinks Julian is dead. Yeah. Cash with Julian's corpse. And everybody, we all think Julian is dead for the next. Well, I mean, if this was in the you know, two thousands, so. we might think that. Watching they commercials didn't kill for in yeah nineties. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, he's oh. steaming. <laughs> I want to see the reveal. Here comes Julian in the doorway. Imagine if Cash did the yell for the Daedalus does. Oh, boy. If everybody did that, that was the, re- the reaction. There should be more, like, from the soul howling despair in yeah. this show. Yeah. Oh, and there really, she is. She's I, the Asimite again. Okay. Yeah, I Googled crazy. yesterday, like, why does Daedalus yell? Yeah. I was like, I don't think that I'm going to get an answer. Why does yeah. Daedalus yell? Uh, yeah. Is he going to give her the finger of death? No lightning finger for you. No. Yeah, he he uses it on the he uses the death finger on the painting because he's so enraged and he he's wants to of her the torture painting and they're all look at them they're all very sober and Eddie Fiore you caused a whole bunch of shit and you fucking shot someone you shot your own asimite you weirdo <laughs> you Eddie Fiore oh you're on you were on trial. For ordering an assassin to come to my house and then also coming to my house and murdering the assassin. Actually, you know what? You're fine. You can go. Good job, yeah, Eddie. Thank you, you. you. You saved my life. Yeah, Thanks. you did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about, like, they had this crazy spotlight above them. It's Maybe. like, we got to put this industrial spotlight in the middle of our... Yeah. It's also for like... drama, of course, but yeah. Yeah. And because stage lights get super fucking hot and... This way the actors don't have to sweat their balls off. Yeah. But it also adds to the, the deep contrast of the kind of stage play feel of the show. Like, really. It yeah. Does. It makes it... And it makes everybody's cheekbones, you know. Really, <laughs> <does>. <laughs> really pop. Does. Really does. It's... it's, it's oh, here we go! Yeah! <laughs> so that's... He, he screams because he didn't know that Julian was alive. And that's him realizing... But it's like, I, I expect it to be like, 
my question it's like the, his Shook face it. is not no a happy face it doesn't look like it just is it, he's just screaming it's insane yeah let me i'm sorry but we i just can wanna, we, can I we really, yeah can we just take a look at what he's gonna like, turn the volume up a little bit okay sure okay yeah julian walks here and let's see what goes on in this scene are we oh all right oh this is after it yeah, okay. yeah. here we go it's like a roar. It's a roar. I wonder how many takes that took. Oh, um, uh, one. I think. I think with this whole show, one. Eddie didn't kill. Go back a second too. He killed his own assassin. And then they all stop and put their guns down and look at Daedalus. Yeah. They look at Daedalus instead of Julian. That's what it is. He's trying to like deflect the attention. He's like, all right. Look at me instead of Julian. Come here. It's forty chess. Here we go. Julian? They do all look at Daedalus. <laughs> what are you screaming about, weirdo? <laughs> Yesterday or today. Oh man. You fucked up, Eddie Fury. Nope. I own this city. Nope. Nope. The primogens behind you. you In fact, you're Pr- primogens yeah. with an S. Yeah. So can I. Archon stopped a hundred years of bloodshed between the clans. He took nothing and gave us peace. Sometimes. Oh, look at Lily, man. Yeah, she's like, I know I how to redeem Eddie. myself. Yeah. Look at her. <laughs> ah! Yeah. I love this show. I love this show. Get it. Um. Well, yeah. honestly, that was an awesome recap. You Would you guys like to watch the seventh or eighth ones? Or are you guys... How do you feel about your... Uh, tired one with... Yeah. Children. Child. Yeah. You want to watch the seventh one, Saint? Um, yeah. Cool. Well, let's, I will stop recording. Let's just watch this one like normal people. I like this one. This is the most Sabat feeling one. I I hope that's not... That's exciting. That moon, here we go. I'm done recording. Is there anyone here who wants to oppose me? I will. Julian? Okay, yeah, thank you so much for listening to Maybe We'll Talk, a podcast on the internet where I talk to people on the internet. Uh, that was our recap and kind of rough commentary on Kindred the Embraced, episodes four through six as i said in the conversation i do love this tv show i didn't love it when i was young and now i've grown and i've changed my mind experiences have affected uh my palate for vampire television this thing ran for eight episodes uh you can find it on youtube for the time being i don't think anyone cares that it's there and uh, it's great. If you like Vampire the Masquerade or television from the 90s, you should go and watch it. Um, 
So let me just mention, man, I feel like, it, I, I, well, I've sort of buried it at the end of the episode. I'll mention it again in the intro to the next episode. But, but my friend Thrash, and I shouldn't even say Thrash's pod, my friend Thrash has a podcast. Me and Thrash do a show together most of the time. We haven't done it in a few weeks. But we do a show called Thought That Was Weird on Tuesdays most of the time at 5.30 p.m. And I'm going to start running it on KoyaDK.tv as well, like I used to, um, when it comes back for season three. But he is putting, the news that I'm saying is that he's putting season two into podcast form. And it's available on Spotify and it features me and also Thrash, who is also on this podcast. So... When you're done listening to this one, wherever you are at, I'm not sure what platforms that one is on, but it is called Thought That Was Weird. It's definitely on Spotify. Yeah, so check that out. And coming up next on this podcast is going to be Friday the 13th with Thresh and Michelle. Weebs was not here for this one. Um, Thresh and Michelle for sure, and maybe... We'll talk to some other people about that. I don't know. As far as bonus episodes, like I said, I think next week there probably will be one. The Twin Peaks one is going to be coming up. And also a episode where Locke and I talk about the books The Fisherman by John Longan and From a Buick 8 by Stephen King. And also just This Season and The Place We Live and Horror and Terrible Things That Are Wrong in a certain kind of way. That episode is coming up. Friday the 13th is next. Uh, you can find all my stuff on koyadk.tv. Come and check me out. You can find this podcast. I mean, you're listening to it, so you must know someplace you can find it. But uh, it can be found wherever. Uh, I don't know. On a lot of... i got to make an account with a thing called Stitcher to get on the rest of the podcast things. But I'm on the big ones. And, uh, yeah, when you're at koyadk.tv, you can get a link to our Discord, which is where we talk about and record this and talk about all these topics all the time, play role-playing games, and you can come say hi and uh, maybe get involved if you want to. Um, also, on koyadk.tv, you can get a link to Etsy and buy some soap. I started a soap company. We make soap. Uh, yeah, you can buy some and support me by buying soap. Also, on Patreon. You can get soap or just support me. And actually, even the lowest tier I send stickers to occasionally. So you'll still get some stuff and you can support me on Twitch for minimal reward. There's a lot of ways that you can help this project and all my projects if you check out koyadk.tv. And also, yeah, link to Discord, all my stuff, Instagram, watch videos of me making soap, you know, and uh, really just... Yeah, stay tuned because we're doing stuff all the time. More stuff is coming up. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening to Maybe We'll Talk on the Internet. <laughs>